0: edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host Sam Whitfield uh, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios. I want to thank you all for joining me here tonight wherever you are in the past uh, present future hour. Uh, As I mentioned we are live here for another uh, Saturday night via NGC Studios. Streaming on YouTube, DLive, and uh, Periscope. So I want to thank you all for uh, joining me. And uh, some contact info before we get started. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at www.ndc Hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow the Whitfield Report on uh, Twitter at Whitfield Report. You can follow me Uh, on Gab and uh, Parlor at Sam Whitfield. And mine's too, but I'm never on there. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. And uh, the Sam Whitfield.com. Also, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh, I'm also... Recording this episode to my hard drive in addition to uh, streaming live because I don't trust that YouTube will, uh, you know, uh, process properly. Uh, also, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Yeah, I think I mentioned that. And uh, in the chat so far, we have um, We have Shovel Point Blaze uh, Dusk Dreamer uh Andy's random edits uh Apex Gamma and uh a couple people on D live um so at least I thought I saw Apex Gamma and there I know he retweeted me uh at inert folks going to be a jam packed show um it's going to be a little over an hour, but not much uh, more than that. I uh, I want to get um, into some of this Chaz Addle stuff. Uh, where the hell to begin even with uh, this stuff, guys? I have no idea. Um, if you had told me five years ago even that one day... Escape from New York would actually become a reality and that we would have part of the country completely locked down and, uh, ruled over by basically anarchists, I would have told you, well, that sounds like a remake of Escape from New York. Great movie idea, bro, but you know, that sounds like a movie. And yet, here we are. Uh, apparently, Antifa slash Black Lives Matter took over a, uh, a portion of the city block of Seattle. They've now named it, uh, Chaz Seattle or chaz Addle or just Chaz. Uh... I don't really remember what their acronym stands for. And to be honest, I don't give a shit since it's not uh, legitimate. Uh, But this just goes to show how crazy things have gotten. Look, as I said earlier in the week, in regards to the whole uh, Tucker Carlson thing, And, as I said last week, we understand the legit grievances with police and police brutality and whatnot. Uh, we're right there with you. We get it. We all saw the George Floyd, uh, tapes. And, although he might not have been an angel, um... He certainly did not deserve to go out that way. We can all agree on that, right? But what the hell does taking over a city block, or a city for that matter, have to do with improving uh, race relations? In this country. Or somehow fighting against the police. Um, Well absolutely nothing is the answer. To that question. This doesn't solve a thing. But first off. uh, What is Chaz Adel? Well. These days. uh, For that type of information. I tend to go to. The uh, forbidden one these days, the new most dangerous man in America, not Rush Limbaugh, although Rush is still the most dangerous man in America, but I have a feeling that Tucker is going to uh, replace him for that uh, category here soon. So anyway, uh, I do want to play this. This is uh, this is Tucker uh, on what Chaz Addle is. And then I have a video from the New York Post I want to play <coughs> about Chaz Addle here. And then we're going to do something a little different tonight. And yes, folks, I just coughed. And, uh... Also, thanks for noticing that I uh, put on a blazer, but uh, I I decided to do that for one specific reason, because, uh, you know, stuff is getting serious now, folks, and, uh, you know, when stuff gets serious, we need to mean business, and for me, business means throwing on a blazer for the show. So, all right. Let's, uh, let's see what we have here. All right. Mm. Okay. Cool. Let's, uh, let's go with the Tucker video first, I think, huh? Okay, Good so welcome to Tucker Carlson. Ah, uh, jump there. Uh, so, Tucker, uh, you know, tells us what Chaz Addle is all about. Because apparently the world has a new country. So, take it away, Tuck.
1: Tonight, we're about to bring you what has become, unfortunately, a nightly update on the descent of our nation into chaos and craziness. A lot of craziness. For more than two weeks, this is really all we've covered. There's that much going on right now. We can't cover it all in an hour. Almost all of it, as you know, all the news, is horrifying. Vandals are defacing our country. They're destroying our cities, our institutions, our civil society. They have no right to do any of that. They don't own this country. They did not build it. The rest of us should not allow them to wreck it, but we are allowing them. And it's infuriating to watch. We've definitely been infuriated, genuinely. If you've watched this show, you've probably noticed that. And tonight we want to apologize for that. Here's why. The last thing America needs right now is more anger. Yet another red-faced screamer shouting about this or that. And to the extent that's been us, we're sorry. We genuinely want to help fix this disaster. So adding to the sum total of rage does not help. Going forward, we're going to continue to be as honest as we can. That's our duty. Above all, we try to be honest on this show, sincerely. We're also going to work to be calm and amused because, honestly, what's the option right now? Keep your sense of humor.
0: Yeah, and by the way, folks, uh, before I came on here, my my mom like specifically, you know, told me, uh, don't scream so I think that you're having, you know, a heart attack or being assassinated or something like that. So, uh, you know, I I did that on uh, Tuesday, but I'm yeah, I'm gonna. Remain calm. We're going to do something a little different for the show tonight. I'm going to go into theoretical mode here after I play some of these clips. Hence also why I'm wearing the suit jacket. And yes, Blaze, it is. It is six blocks. I apologize. You're right.
1: That's what they tell you when things get really dark, and it's good advice. Humor brings perspective. All of us could use some perspective right now. So with that in mind, we want to begin tonight with a geography quiz. Here it is. How many countries are there on Earth? Last week, there were a total of 195. But if you guessed that, you're wrong, because tonight, there are 196. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the latest addition to the global family of nations, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, formerly known as Downtown Seattle. Who's oh,
2: In
1: our station. Who our Who our well, that looks pretty appealing, but before you jump on Expedia to book a trip with the family to the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, now known, by the way, as CHAZ, the country's Tourism and Economic Development Department.
0: Okay, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Got it. I've mended my ways, folks. I am no longer a be- bit a bigot, and I now deeply care about this new country, the Capitol Autonomous Zone. Got it. It's only going to take me 50 more million times uh, to uh, remember that because, uh, you know, believe it or not, I actually struggled a bit in geography when I was, you know, a kid, like in elementary and middle school. Um, So... You know, and now that, like, new countries are popping up, it's going to take me a while, but I'll try and remember that. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Got it. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Okay, I think I've got it.
1: Is ...calling it that. You should know that there are no beaches in Chath. This is a tiny nation. It's smaller than Liechtenstein. The entire country extends only six city blocks. It was built on land that was formerly owned in part by the Seattle Police Department. But the founders of Chaz wanted that land. So they planted a flag and they stole it, just like the conquistadors. The first thing they did after they declared nationhood, and this was a bit of a surprise given that these modern conquistadors claim to be progressive ideologues, but the first thing they did was establish rigid national borders. They built a wall around the place, just like Donald Trump once said he would do. Their wall is made from wooden barricades. A sign at the entrance to the country warns, you are now leaving the USA. And then there are armed border guards, not technically ICE agents, but close enough, who question everyone seeking entry. Countries have borders, and the founders of CHAZ understood that. They don't want the place flooded with illegals. And by illegals, we mean the citizens of Seattle.
2: We have been hearing from community members that they have been subjected to barricades set up by the protesters, with some armed individuals running them as checkpoints into the neighborhood.
1: That's pretty smart. You can't let just anyone into your country. An uncontrolled flood of immigrants would tank the economy. And the people of Chaz know that. They're not libertarians. They don't work for the Chamber of Commerce. They're not giving you some speech about how immigration makes you richer. They're realists. They want to make this work for the sake of their people.
0: But I thought borders were racist and shit.
1: And they don't have much to work with. What exactly is the economy of Chaz? tough. With limited natural resources and a population with virtually no skills of any kind apart from spray-painting the F-word on public buildings, they lead the world in that the people of Chaz don't have a lot of options for economic development so they've gone with extortion through violence. Again, just like...
0: So wait, maybe Owen Benjamin should move to Chaz since he loves extortion folks. See, it all, it all ties back together here at the fields report. The narratives come together. So yeah, maybe oh, maybe Owen should st- should start looking at real estate uh in Chaz. Hell, the bear the bears the bears would probably fit in there perfectly. They'd get along right. Don't you think so, chat?
1: The conquistadors. It's a time-tested formula and it's lucrative.
3: We have heard anecdotally reports of citizens and businesses being asked to pay a fee to operate within this area. This is the crime of extortion.
1: Well, like the nation it broke from, its mother nation, the United States, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone is what political philosophers call a proposition nation. It's a country based on an idea rather than particular people. The founding idea in Chaz, it's Magna Carta, it's Constitution, it's raison d'etre, is the cops are bad. Very, very bad. The police are bad and should be abol- abolished. So not surprisingly, Chaz has banned police from its territory. The surrounding city of Seattle seems okay with that decision. I mean, does the government of Italy dictate local policies within the Vatican City? No, of course not. It's autonomous. Same thing here. What's amazing though is that the leaders of CHAZ would like to dictate policies in the city of Seattle. And so they're demanding that Seattle get rid of its police force and close all jails and prisons. At this
0: Yeah, apparently now from what I'm reading here on my iPad, uh they're also begging for uh they're also begging for food here, folks. So not good.
1: At this point, Chaz has not yet been admitted to the UN, presumably there's an email headed there now. But as the Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best explained, the country already has recognition from the Seattle city government. The decision to board up the precinct, our precinct,
0: our home, the first precinct I worked in, was something I have been holding off. You should know, leaving the precinct was not my decision.
2: You fought for days to protect it. I ask you to stand on that line, day in and
0: day out, to be pelted with projectiles, to be screamed at, threatened, and in some cases hurt. Then to have a change of course nearly two weeks in, it seems like an insult to you and our community. Ultimately, the city had other plans for the building and relented to severe public pressure.
1: Pretty powerful police chief. Pretty,
0: pretty Translation, we give up. We give up. And by the way, I actually have an article here that I want to jump to real quick from that uh, police chief. And from Fox News, Seattle police chief wants to retake precinct in Occupied Sheds as soon as possible. Uh... Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best said she wants to retake the police precinct in the self-declared Capitol Hill autonomous zone, or CHAZ, as soon as possible. Quote, Ideally, we just need to get back into the building, Uh, Best told local station KIRO7 on Friday. Uh, People are looking for a plan. But we want to make sure we moderate anything, we modulate anything we're doing. Best said. Excuse me, I'm trying to do my uh, William Shatner uh, impression. This week, uh, decrying police brutality after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, demonstrators have turned part of Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood into a protest center with speakers. Drum Circles, and Black Lives Matter painted on a street near the police station. Uh, Police largely left the station after the chaos last weekend, when officers tear-gassed protesters and some demonstrators threw objects at them. Uh, Police sprayed tear gas just two days after the mayor and police chief said they were temporarily halting its use. Quote, We don't want to exacerbate or intensify or incite problems that are going to lead to harm to the officers or the people who are standing by, Best told the station. We know that several are armed. We want to make sure that we are being very thoughtful about how we respond. Okay, that, that part does seem reasonable, folks. Uh, addressing the takeover of the area surrounding the abandoned East Precinct building, uh, best said in a video addressed to her officers Thursday, uh, that major chaos had been averted, uh, but she was also quote-unquote angry about how the situation unfolded. Uh, yeah, no shit, you gave up a police... ...precinct lady, you should be angry. Uh, The decision to board up the precinct, our precinct, our home... uh, ...the first... ...okay, yeah, you saw the clip of that. Um, was something I was holding off, Beth said. You should know, leaving the precinct wasn't part of my decision. Uh, Maybe it wasn't, but you... ...you should have gone... ...I'm just going to say it, lady... If the mayor or someone else told you to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, back off, well, that might have been a good time to go, believe it or not, this might have been a good time to go renegade cop, actually, and pull a, pull a dirty Harry, uh, you know, Harry Callahan type, uh, maneuver. And just, uh, take the thing back. Anyway. Uh, Seattle Mayor Jenny... Uh, okay. Sorry, jumping ahead of myself. Uh, the predominantly liberal city with a lengthy history of protests has taken hits from all sides. Really? The Chaz Movement's website demands the abolition of the police department, youth jails, and the court system, and currently demands the use of armed force be banned entirely. Oh, but wait, there's a warlord in there, isn't it? Isn't there? Uh, okay. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin tweeted on Friday that she visited the so-called autonomous zone, which has been criticized by President Trump and where people, including officers, uh, come and go freely. She said she spoke with organizers about moving forward and noted that she's always known Capitol Hill as a place for people to express themselves. Ah, uh, oh, this is rich. Seattle is fine. Don't be afraid of democracy. Yeah, well, that's not democracy, lady. You're letting thugs literally take over six blocks of your city. Uh, okay, yeah, and then here's Trump's subtweet. Uh, um, Seattle Mayor says about the anarchists' takeover city. It's a summer of love. These liberal Dems don't have a clue. These terrorists burn and pillage our city, and they think it's just wonderful. Even the death. Must end the Seattle takeover now. Uh, Trump has slammed her and Washington Governor Jay Ensley for not breaking up the occupation by anarchists and threatening to take action if they don't. Uh, Both uh, Dirk and Enley have assailed his comments and say they're focusing on a peaceful revolution. Yeah, well, I think that's long gone here, folks, don't you? Uh, The demonstrators have been calm since police left the area. Yeah, because, yeah, because the police cocked in, uh, you know, the anarchists got what they wanted. Uh, okay. Best has accused the mayor of shirking her responsibilities as an elected official and allowing protesters to oust police officers from a precinct located inside the 6 block radius now deemed a cop-free zone. Uh, Demonstrators have been down for almost a week. Attempts to identify the the leaders of the organized demonstrations and negotiate a deal to allow officers back into the area have been unsuccessful. So just take the thing back over. That's what I say. That's what needs to happen. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I want to jump back to Tucker, be, um, I don't want to play the whole clip, but I will, uh, link that in the show notes, uh, once tonight's episode is done. Uh, you know what, actually, I'll I'll continue to play a little more. Give me a chance to catch up on some comments
1: formidable law enforcement leader i'm sure the people of seattle feel well protected so Chaz is a nation without leaders it's a flat system it's anarchy how long can that continue probably not very long anarchy isn't built to last in the end the strong always dominate the weak and in fact it's already happening it took barely a day for the nation of Chaz to get its first warlord and it was quite a promotion for him. Just a week ago, Raz Simone was an up-and-coming rapper. He was also a super host for Airbnb. Now he's a Monarch. In videos taken within Chaz, Simone is seen patrolling the area with his allies. They have guns. They're declaring, we're the police now. In one clip, the Monarch's men assault a citizen of Chaz for spray painting graffiti inside the zone. Just like the mafia, Chaz doesn't put up with nonsense like that in their own neighborhood. So that's what's happening in Seattle tonight. Not a big deal. A brand new nation within our own borders. Yes, the last time that happened, it did kick off a civil war that killed hundreds of thousands of Americans and lasted three years. But it's not a huge deal, and that may be why Democrats in Congress seem completely unaware that it's happening. Nancy Pelosi has said nothing about it, neither has Adam Schiff. And you'd think they kind of have their finger on the pulse of the nation. The mayor of Seattle...
0: Okay, so, you know, that... That's basically the majority of the clip I wanted to play. I'm not going to play the whole entire thing. uh, But it's a good monologue that Tucker did. It's from June 11th. Uh, You should be able to find it on YouTube after uh, this show. If you guys want to uh, watch it. And again, it will be linked in the show notes for those of you listening on audio. Um, So... Uh, Anyway, let me go and read some uh, comments here real quick. Um, Let me get back. Um, It's... uh, Okay. Uh, Andy's Random Edit says the entire thing is straight out, out, out of a bad reality TV show. Well, yeah, Andy. In fact, that might be the only reality TV show... That isn't getting cancelled right now, buddy, for all we know. Uh, and that's the other thing that I'll get into in a bit here. Um, is all this TV show stuff that that's going on. Right? But, um... Alright, so... Let me. The New York Post and their YouTube channel. Uh, they actually did uh, some good stuff, and uh, the New York Post, not the New York Times, the 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 relatively moderate uh, newspaper, uh, actually got some footage of uh, this thing in uh, Chaz. So let's take a look. I haven't seen, I only saw part of this, but it actually looks relatively good as far as footage goes. And where do we start? Man, how did we get here? How did we get here? Okay, let me, Okay, this is another one of those caption videos, so for those of you uh, listening on the audio podcast, I'll read for you. Um, protesters have set up an autonomous zone in Capitol Hill, a neighborhood in Seattle, Washington. This comes after many days of clashes with police and the national guard. The police eventually abandoned their station and for yeah, and for those of listening on audio, you can see like pictures of uh police military video vehicles like being all battered up and some of them busted. Uh some like city streets are on fire in the evening, not pretty stuff if I do say so myself uh so protesters moved in and created a three block village with guarded barricades uh yeah, and I guess now it's uh six blocks from what I'm hearing.
2: So the police station, from what I understand, the police de-occupied this station. They they had been defending it for about a week, a little more than that. But yeah, they have, from what I understand, vacated the station. And people are people are out in the streets in front of it, continuing to protest. People want to turn the police station into a uh, community center, which I'm so here for. Now that they're gone, we're just
0: going to... Oh yeah, uh, notice it's all these like white hipster liberal kids who are all in favor of it. And so this is the other thing. With everyone wearing, like, face masks and whatnot now, I cannot tell who is Antifa and who is just normal anymore. Of course, it is Seattle, so, you know, that whole zone, they're probably one and the same, but, I, you know, I don't want to assume... But it it really is getting hard to tell now, folks. Uh, And for those of you listening on audio, right now I have it paused. There's a sign that says, uh, Defunding Seattle PD. This is now a community center. Uh, Racist cops gotta go. Uh, SSPD. Yeah, except for the fact uh, that you're... Police chief, uh, Mrs. West, Chief West, uh, is a black woman, right? So, by that logic, how dare uh, rich white Antifa kids, uh, trust fund babies, how dare the rich white trust fund babies order an African American police. Chief, to step down—that's racist, and it actually is racist. In all seriousness, folks, I, I'm not being—I mean, I'm being partly funny, but it's also true in this case, right? For real.
1: I'm gonna show them. This is all we wanted. We just wanted a good time, and that's all it is now. Here's the thing. In reality. If somebody pulled out a gun and shot somebody else, they'd call 911 and the cops would come and arrest them. So is it really a completely separate government? No, it's really not. But if the cops are gonna withdraw, it's a power vacuum. People are gonna say, okay, we'll run things then. There's no
2: looting, there's no violence here. This is really a peaceful zone. So really these three blocks kind of in every direction from where I'm standing, uh, there are barricades, there are people keeping watch and making sure everyone is safe. My name is Keith Brown. Uh,
0: I'm an electrician. No. Maybe that's what the post is saying, but I have uh, intel on Twitter that says otherwise. I I might do another stream in the week just to see how long Shaz lasts. They're already asking for food. I know that.
2: But as of right now, I'm a guard because I had to quit my job so that I could do this right now. As of right now, I'm needed at the gate. I'm needed to guard the gate. All of us feel safer if we have an arm on all on all of
0: our weak points. It's a free zone. So are you pro-Second Amendment now, sir? Is that what I am to understand? You're pro-Second Amendment? Hmm. Interesting.
2: People are out here using sidewalk chalk, lighting candles as a memorial. It's really a special place. And there's... there's People want to do good here. Nobody wants to to hurt anybody else.
1: I decided to start bringing food out because I was protesting and I got hungry and I figured that <laughs> I wasn't the only one who was hungry so yeah it's been all it's been all donated I've had like close to two thousand dollars donated uh, you know it's just kind of become a coordinated effort.
2: You can see that people are taking care of each other taking care of their city they're cleaning up they're they're holding you know uh, peaceful gatherings of people, you know in the community who are coming together i think we could be an example um for others in the united states
1: we're here it's a celebratory vibe
0: yeah just wait until the food uh runs out and you know the the city of seattle stops like you know giving food into into your zone wait wait until you actually have to live in communism then shit is going to turn real ugly and you guys will literally start eating yourselves. Maybe. I don't know. And notice that there's nothing but, like, 20-something-somethings in this, uh, you know, zone either. I mean, granted, I'm am I'm a 20-something, but, I mean, obviously, I live in Florida and I have much more suns than this what there there was like one guy in his mid 40s in that entire video possibly 50s I don't know also Mr. Chaz Marshall why aren't you wearing a mask bud
2: it's a growing and an ever evolving and uh, changing organism that we're trying to do right this time I don't think it'll ever end I think that this is the new wave of the people
0: uh okay okay zoomer whatever okay so that was uh illuminating to say the least um yeah so if you guys will be, uh, you know, generous with me here for a few minutes. I am not quite as elegant as uh, Mr. Semper Reloaded when it comes to the theoretical uh, Tuesday-type stuff and the fictional scenarios. But, um, believe it or not, people have asked me Sam, why did you scream so loud on, a uh, Tuesday? You are usually calm and collected. Uh, so, what got your, uh, what, what caused you to, uh, break? And, uh, in reality, folks, what caused me to break I had that, uh, you know, brief moment of that boy that brief uh, flash of anger, I guess is the fact that the uh, the country that I grew up in, the country that I love, and the country that I also uh, dedicate to covering on the show is not only going to shit by the anarchists, but is actually, uh, you know, becoming a scary out reality day by day. Now, I am somewhat optimistic, Dick, uh, but let me just, theoretic- let me do a theoretical uh, type segment here. Because there have been two scenarios that have popped up in my uh, head over the uh, past few days, and um, I want to I want to share them with you. So, quick disclaimer here: what I am about to share is completely fictional. It has not happened. Um, this is a giant what-if scenario. And I have two of them. Okay, so let me start off with, uh, you know, my ideal... My ideal theory my my utopia, if everything gets set right so if uh, so in this first uh you know instance if uh Trump does his job right and sends in the in the uh you know military, if we start breaking up these protests and uh, you know, Scatter Antifa. We need to we need to break up these violent uh riots, restore law and order. That's the first step. The second step would be to go after the deep state organizers of this and the uh, backers, mainly uh George Soros and Et al., who have been running things from the shadows, uh, use the Patriot Act against them for once. Right? Let's dig up all the dirt on Soros and the Deep State and the far radical left and some of the neocons out there who have been dividing this country and fracturing it. Let's Let's arrest them. Let's prosecute them. Maybe we demilitarize. Maybe we demilitarize the police force. And to a certain extent. Maybe that will help with some of this uh, police brutality. And maybe when we also end the war on drugs too. Because that sure as hell has been hacked. Helping anything, right? In fact, uh, my friend Ray Eaton, who hosts the Eye on the Empire podcast, I've uh, promoted his podcast on Twitter over the last couple of days. But I highly recommend you guys uh, check it out. Uh, Ray is more of a of a libertarian than I am. I, I at least I think so. I'm I'm like I am a, I'm conservative, I guess I'm a, I'm a conservative libertarian. And uh, he made a very interesting point that the reason why cops go into black neighborhoods so much and the reason why uh, black crime is so high is because of the drug war and the gangs have, uh, you know, made a whole thing about the, uh, you know, they've profited and allowed to grow off the drug war, so long story short, if we decriminalize a lot of drugs, not necessarily legalize them, but if we decriminalize drugs and essentially end the drug war, uh, then we, then we won't need as many police. That, that's the idea, and that actually sounds pretty logical. I'll I'll probably get into that more in another podcast, because it kind of deserves Special attention within itself, but okay, we're 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 going off theoretically. If we do all that right, and we actually address the issue of, you know, black lives uh mad and whatnot, uh also, uh thanks to uh the real official amazing Adam for subscribing, thank you, sir. Um uh, by the way, streamlabs.com forward slash, if you would like to donate, and, uh, you can also donate lemons or whatever via DLive. Forgot to plug it at, at the beginning of the show. Anyway, if we do all of that, then, um, you know, I think this country might turn around significantly for the better. That, that's kind of my utopianistic uh, vision. Okay, now let's go the exact opposite. You guys want to know what keeps me up at night? You guys want to know the nightmare terrors that I have uh, when I dream? Which, not every night is a nightmare. I have good dreams, uh, too. So I, I don't want you guys thinking I'm, like, chronically depressed. But uh, over the past couple weeks, you know, with this whole entity thing, I did have some uh pretty shitty dreams uh some real nightmares uh basically the police do nothing they're not able to do anything uh the left starts to Cowtow uh, to Antifa even more, and to the Black Lives into the militant uh, members of Black Lives Matter, right? And they actually start defunding the police department. But what they don't tell people is that uh, because the police departments are defunded now, they're sending in the military okay where where is Trump and all this you ask this is this is how weird dreams are too uh worst case scenario uh this shit drags on okay there there are two different versions of this that I have uh dreamt about possibly one worst case scenario. The worst worst case scenario is Trump gets assassinated. We know Antifa actually wants this because they've said as much. So if Trump gets assassinated, I I I believe that Trump's assassination really would trigger a civil war and and a uh, boogaloo folks. If that were to happen. Uh and, yeah, I mean, obviously the right has more guns, theoretically, you know, and that's one of the arguments I always hear is, oh, you don't need to worry about a Civil War, Sam, because, you know, all, all the all the gun-toting patriots would win automatically. Well, really? Do we know that for sure? Uh, or is Antifa potentially armed? Or, um, you know, uh, even if they were to do we do we want things coming to a boogaloo, uh, you know, that way to begin with? I don't think we do. So, first scenario is Trump gets assassinated and the country goes to civil war. Um. It, yeah, if Antifa were to come here to Florida and try and drag me out of a house or whatever, uh, I am. I would probably I would probably not make it. Be I I'll be honest. But I would take a few of those. Uh, assholes with me if shit got really bad. Again, folks, this is all theoretical. This is like my worst case scenario fan fiction here, I guess. Um, and then, I think, uh, eventually the country would get so broken that, uh the Chinese, or a foreign power, might be able to swoop in and take over the country, and it would be the opposite of Red Dawn. Uh, And believe me, uh, China is not going to let the Antifa people win. And then we really would turn into a global, uh, you know, new, new world order, and I would be you know and uh humanity as we know would you know cease to exist as we know it would be infinitely more depressing so again that's more or less you know a fictional scenario i doubt things will get that bad Hopefully the police can retake Chaz and hopefully Trump restores law and order. But you guys want to know what was bugging me? And uh, now you know. Worst case scenario. So, yeah, that's the way things, uh, you know, are going, I guess. Uh, let's see here, folks, um, what people have to say about this, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Wibble Report uh, donations, let me check the chat here, okay, so, uh, real official amazing Adam, uh, first off, welcome to the channel, as I said. Uh, thank you, guy, um, for subbing, and, uh, yeah, refuse all, all all vaccinations, uh, yeah, mandatory vaccination, oh, yeah, that's the other thing, um, oh, I see more people are hopping into, into the chat, so, uh, you know. Thanks, uh, to everyone who popped in, so, um, let's see, sorry folks, the, uh, the, the restream chat is a bit different, uh, from the YouTube chat, so, um, yep, what am I all dressed up for, uh, J? well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, you know, this shit is getting serious uh, in the news. So I dressed up for you guys. So anyway, so the uh, I appreciate I appreciate you guys uh, saying I look sharp. That that is the one thing that you know made me feel a bit better about tonight. Uh, and I will be at. On with Versa Media starting at like eleven oh five, so I want to wrap this show up. Uh Andy did say he dressed for the revolution. Yeah, that's funny. Kind of true too, I guess. Um, real quick though, since uh, woof, what happened there? Okay. Um. I guess the last topic I want to cover uh, for tonight's show is the uh, cancellation uh, of uh, TV shows like Law and & Order and uh, Paw Patrol, and there's been this big push for, uh, I guess, all copyrighted related TV shows to get canceled. Uh, so far, I guess... Uh, PD Live has been cancelled and so has Cops uh, and I haven't I haven't really watched, I've never watched PD Live and I haven't watched Cops as a kid, I don't have cable but this is absurd and now they want to cancel Law & Order SVU um, which to be honest folks it, it has been on the air 21 years And there's been debate as to, you know, whether or not the last couple of years have on that show have been good or not. So if you're going to cancel the show, cancel it because it's time to put that, you know, show to rest because it's been 21, 22 years or how long. But don't cancel a show because, oh, you think, uh, you know, any any shows related to cops or police are bad and then this uh, also really irritates me that they want to uh, cancel this show called uh, Paw Patrol which uh, I only know of because I have two half sisters on my dad's side of the family who are uh, significantly younger than I am and uh you know, last time I was last time I was there like two or three years ago in Denver to to visit family uh, you know, that show was on for the kids a lot and it's basically just like a a harmless kids show about there's like a there's like a police dog uh, you know, a German shepherd and uh, like a Dalmatian, you know, like, for the fire department or whatever, and then there's, like, another animal that does, like, EMT stuff, and they go on, like, fun adventures or or whatever, I guess, and, like, I guess help people and whatnot, which is kind of supposed to be the overall message of this show, I guess. I don't know. I only tangentially uh, you know, paid attention to it. But, uh, anyway, I, I guess, I guess there are calls from the left, uh, to cancel this show, uh, Paw Patrol, because of the police dog, and because of the, um, you know, because, heaven forbid, police dogs might uh, bite black people, right? You know, and they want to, they canceled, uh, you know, reality shows like Cops and Live PD, I guess, because, you know, showing, uh, you know, there's like a disproportionate number of arrests shown on cops and that's racist or whatever, And uh, you know same with Live PD or I I guess I guess they've cancelled cops And then they've postponed Live PD until Further notice but honestly folks Isn't it the same thing And then I keep seeing Like all these op-eds Like saying that Lawn or SVU and other like Fictional cop shows Should be uh, Canceled too And uh, I just have to, uh, you know, say that I think that's stupid. It does nothing to address the actual problem of, uh, you know, police brutality. But then it got me thinking here, folks. Uh, I thought of this today as I was doing show prep. So... In regards to that, right, the cancellation of all these, uh, you know, cop shows or whatever, are these actually, like, black people and actual, like, legitimate Black Lives Matter activists who are calling for the cancellation, or is it white liberals who want to, uh, help, you know, Fix the uh, you know black community here, folks. Uh, what is it? Because as I begin, begin as I began to think about it, like I know if, I actually know a fair amount of black people. One of my closest friends from college is black, and never. I've never heard uh, any black person, like, complain about cop shows, specifically. So, you know, or, like, cop video games or, you know, like, Call of Duty or anything like that. You just don't hear it. But it's always, like, these white liberal intellectuals who want to you know, cancel things like Grand Theft Auto, because, heaven forbid, you know, your kid might become a drug dealer or a school shooter if they play, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto, right? So, um... You know, is that the case? I think it is. Uh, Um... You know, and even it, so, even if these shows do get canceled theoretically, what's that going to solve other than pissing a lot of people off? I mean, hell, if if you really want to, if you really want to piss people off, if you really want to piss like you know the black black people off, like Law and, Law and Order SVU, Ice T is part of the main cast. Right. In fact, I think Ice T's character in that show as one of the, as one of the characters. It's, it's been like a long time since I've watched the show, but I, I believe that like his character's origin story is like he he was he was like uh, you know he grew up in like a black neighborhood and uh, you know in New York City like in the Bronx or something, and then he uh, went on to over. Come, you know, a lot of the stuff he, he, like, did well in school and was able to get into the, into the police academy, and so he became a cop to, like, help improve his community, and then he, uh, went into the, like, the sex crimes unit, which is, you know, how he got into SVU, and so on and so forth, so he's actually, like, a positive role model, right? So you want to cancel that because... What, you think all cop shows are bad? It's just insane. Um, oh, did Don, uh, did Don just pop up in the, uh, in the chat? Is it the Don I'm thinking of? Let me see here. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, though, this is, uh... This is bad. Yeah, banning cop shows is, uh, stupid. So, um... Oh, yeah, Don, it, it's, uh, you. So, yeah, let me go ahead and, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, and I I will be heading over to Versamedia's channel in a second here. But, um... Yeah, well, we actually have a good stream here tonight, um, so, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, all this stuff with getting rid of cop shows is, uh, stupid, folks, it doesn't do anything other than, uh, piss people off, and, uh, you know, if anyone can even give me a good reason for banning these shows, I mean, I'm willing to hear it. But, uh... Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Alright, um... Versa is not online yet, so I think I might have a few minutes left uh, to play this. Actually, let me... Uh, let me text, uh, the guys here and see if they're, uh, if they're going to, uh, you know, do anything. Oh, Versa Media actually reached 400 subscribers today, too, so congrats to, uh, Sean and those guys, and, uh, you guys have worked hard. So let me just text them real quick. Uh, I know this is semi-unprofessional, but let me see because if I if I can play this clip, that I want to, I'll cue it up real quick. But if not, um, I'll I'll see if I can play this clip. So hold on a sec. Uh, chat amongst your selves here. So, uh, yeah. Sorry for the, uh, dead air. And uh by the way, what I wanna play for you guys is a uh, is an old monologue about race relations from uh none other than uh, Ben Shapiro um. so. Yeah, Ben Shapiro actually had a pretty good monologue on all this stuff a few years ago. That I want to uh, play for you guys here, um, and then we'll re- we'll wrap up the show. I might also uh, tomorrow. I take uh, tomorrow, folks. If I do another stream this week i might take calls so uh yep uh let's see apex you don't know what you're on, what you are anymore uh well you're you're a good guy apex that that's what you are you're you're a terrific guy and all the all the guys who are all the guys and gals who are subscribed here are all good folks. Um, some new people in the chat here. Uh, two folks. Alright, so. Uh, I guess we still have some time. Uh, I'll jump in on with VersaMedia Media once uh, they're ready. But anyway, let me go ahead and... Uh, play for you guys this uh, clip from one of my old uh, channels so All right, so um just to set this up, folks. Um this clip is from 5 years ago. And uh this is from Ben Shapiro was actually back on the radio here, folks. And uh back then Chris Rock was saying that like all white people are uh racist. Why? Because they are. So, Ben had a good monologue on this, and I want to play a little bit of it for you guys, uh, just to, um, uh, you know, because I, I think this, uh, monologue is as timely now as it was then. Let's just put it that way. So, um, let me go ahead and play this for you guys. Uh, so, here is Ben Shapiro on Chris Rock and race relations from five years ago. And this is still just as well now as it is then. Okay, let's cue up the clip. And... Ba-ba-ba... Go. Oh, by the way... In just a few minutes, here on... By the way, this is from my old channel. Um... It's this actually is my personal channel. If you guys sub over here, you're not gonna see any new content. So, uh, you know, I don't really use it anymore to upload content. I still watch stuff. But yeah, no, no reason to subscribe over there. Subscribe here, here on YouTube, to the Whitfield Report. But anyway, this is Ben Shapiro uh, discussing white guilt. And, uh, you know, Chris Rock's comments, clip number four, I guess. Go.
3: In just a few minutes, here on the Ben Shapiro Show, President Obama, of course, today did meet with a bunch of folks over at the White House, including luminaries like Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, who came to discuss historic racism here in the United States, because that's what we need more talk about. What we need more talk about is historic racism. You know, things we can't actually solve. That's what we need more talk about. That'll be super duper duper helpful. Chris Rock has now done an interview with Vulture.com in which he talks at length about Ferguson, Missouri. And, and Chris Rock, for, for those who don't know him, he's a, he's a comic. He's, he's very much to the left. And Chris Rock, he, he once described, President Obama did Chris Rock. He described President Obama as, uh, as quote, our dad. He called him the country's dad. And, uh, and he suggested that uh, President Obama was the boss of the country. Well, according to Chris Rock, he's talking about, uh, about Ferguson. And he says, you know, what, what, what really is the problem here? He says, what, what really is the problem here is that white people are the problem. He's, quote, I'd love to be a 60 Minutes correspondent. I'd cover anything. I mean, I'd be in Ferguson right now, and it would be in-depth, and it would be funny. So he was asked in this interview by Frank Rich, the sycophantic former theater reporter over at the New York Times, who now does politics. He was asked, how would he make Ferguson funny? So by focusing on white people, who are the big problem in American society. He says, quote, When we talk about race relations in America, or racial progress, it's all nonsense. There are no race relations. White people were crazy. Now they're not as crazy. To say that black people have made progress would be to say they deserve what happened to them before, Let's hope America keeps producing nicer white people. What makes a nice white person, according to Chris Rock? He says, quote, White Americans must start owning their actions, not even their actions, the actions of their dad. Yeah, it's unfair you can get judged by something you didn't do, but it's also unfair you can inherit money you didn't work for. First of all, it is most certainly not unfair that your parents can give you money. I don't understand why that's unfair. One of the reasons I work very hard is so that I can pass along money to my children. I'm very much, you know, hoping that I have money to pass on to my kids. But put that aside. Put, put aside the idea that I, if, uh, why am I supposed to own— so all white people are supposed to own their actions, the actions of my dad. Now, I know my dad pretty well. I'm very, very tight with my dad. My dad and I are basically best friends. And I, I've known him my whole life, actually. It turns out I've known my father my whole life, believe it or not. And my dad is not a racist. My dad has never owned slaves. My dad never participated in Jim Crow. In fact, my dad was born in 1956, so he was approximately eight years old when the Civil Rights Act passed. I'm fairly certain that my my grandfather, who worked at, uh, at Bell Communications, my grandfather once threw a plumber out of his house for using a racial slur against black folks.
0: And uh, real quick on that note, folks, and yes, f- and yes, I see some of you guys groaning in the chat. Oh, how could you play uh, ben, Sh- ben Shapiro? You know, first off, this was Ben from five years ago. So, you know, pre-Trump derangement syndrome, uh, you know, when he was still pretty good. Uh, B, you're, you're listening to a guy who literally interviewed... Ben Shapiro um you know and regardless of whether it's Shapiro or not this this stuff he's saying is pretty good okay on that note too uh my grandfather on my dad's side who has since passed away um so one thing you may or may not know about me folks is I'm a big fan of uh the the jazz music genre Uh, specifically, I've always liked the saxophone and, uh, John Coltrane out of like all the old school saxophonists. I I love Miles Davis and I love, uh, John Coltrane, uh, but, uh, suffice it to say my, my grandfather back in the, uh, sixties, back in the early sixties, he moved to Denver from Michigan with my grandmother and my uncle who was like I don't know uh, like four or five at the time my dad was born in Colorado much later but um, my grandfather actually told me a story before he died a few years ago where he, he actually got into a fight with the uh, with like a with like a white supremacist outside of outside of of a uh, record shop in uh denver because my grandfather bought like a whole bunch of uh records of coltrane and miles davis which unfortunately he doesn't have anymore because uh if he did a those would be antiques and worth money b i could probably get get a turntable and play them but uh, anyway he uh he bought black. He bought like these records from a black-owned uh, record store because they were the only ones in Denver that had Coltrane albums at the time, or so my grandfather tells me. And uh, my my grandfather, I guess, got confronted by this, uh, you know, legit legit white supremacist with like a with like a baseball bat uh, outside of the storm and uh was told to put down those records or something, you know, and or like, you know, how how could you buy uh those, you know, N word albums from the N word store owner. Uh and my grandfather uh basically my grandfather was the crusty old guy from uh Gran Torino, he was Clint Eastwood's character. He basically told the uh the hick to uh, go pound sand or he would uh, shove his foot up his ass. And he went to his car and drove home and, uh, you know, nothing happened. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of this white gill stuff doesn't fly. Back in the 50s. But anyway, uh, going on. And it turns out that the generations
3: before that were immigrants from Europe. So, so about the time about the time that all the slaveholders were slaveholding and the KKK was killing black folks, my great-great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents and, and great-great-great-grandparents, they were getting, they were getting beat up by, by a bunch of Cossacks over in Russia. And that's basically what was happening there. So I'm not sure which sins I'm supposed to answer for. And by the way, I'm not a rarity. How many Americans are actually descended from slave owners? How many Americans are actually defending slave owners? I mean, are, are actually descendants of, of slave owners? How many? The answer? Less than 5% of Americans are descended from slave owners. So in other words, there are three times as many black people in the country as descendants from slave owners. And yet, all white people are supposed to answer for the sins of slave owners? All white people are supposed to answer for the sins of Jim Crow. I didn't have anything to do with Jim Crow. And guess what? Nobody in America, nobody in America has really had to do with Jim Crow for like the last 40 years. Turns out the civil rights movement won back in the 60s. Hey, why am I supposed to inherit sins that are not even my father's? Hey, but here's the really crazy part. When he says, when Chris Rock says that.
0: So that's the end of the clip I wanted to play for you guys. Uh. You know, and it's it's absolutely true. Why are we still focusing on, uh, you know, white guilt and whatnot, us as millennials and as Gen Zers, right? If we want to improve race relations, let's focus on today and not, you know, focus on, uh, you know, slavery and oppression from 150 years ago plus, uh, so anyway, folks, yeah, this uh, this will certainly get interesting. Uh, you know, as stuff goes on, I certainly do hope that the country can continue to uh, you know, improve, and I I hope that Trump does restore law and order soon because we uh we need it. Damn it. We uh we most certainly do. Uh, all right. Final, final comments, final thoughts here. So uh, yep. all right folks, uh, I think that'll uh, I think that'll do it. Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in to the Whitfield Report uh, tonight and uh, you know supporting the show. And I will be on Versa Media in like five minutes with uh, Sean and uh, and Phil and uh, Donnie over there. So I will uh, post the um, the link over there in the chat so you guys can uh, watch. But uh, anyway, folks, from all of us here at NGC uh, Studios, I want to thank you all for listening and or uh, watching the show. Have a uh, good night, la- ladies and gentlemen. God bless, and God save this great nation. Uh, and I will be back uh, this week later on the Whitfield Report. And also, uh, I don't know quite when yet, folks, but quick announcement. Uh, I will be joining uh, Davey Crocco, uh John Arcade, probably Apex Gamma, Uh, and a few other panelists, uh, live on Monday evening for a discussion on the, uh, Owen Benjamin versus Patreon, uh, lawsuit. So keep an eye out for that. And, uh, that's where you guys will see me for, you know, for sure on Monday, uh, time to be announced. And then as I mentioned, I will, uh, link you guys to, uh, you know, VersaMedia Media. And, uh, yeah, folks, from all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night, God bless, and God save this great nation, God freedom legacy in that order, and, uh, God bless.